It's that episode, not that episode, not that episode. It's that episode. It's that episode with Craig Rowan. Welcome to It's That Episode, the podcast where I... Craig Rowan invited guests over to my apartment. We watch any TV show that they choose. We watch it. We talk about it. We talk about a bunch of other crap today. My guest is from HBO's Silicon Valley, and he's told me to tell you that he's a gentleman and a dandy, and I completely agree. Uh, it's Thomas Middleditch. Welcome, Thomas. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, or evening, or morning, or whenever you're listening. Or if you're dead, uh, eternally. <laughs> eternally in the afterlife, because you're trapped in the binary of the internet. Yeah, because that's you're going to live on like that new Johnny Depp movie. Um, uh, re- re- resurrection. No. Uh, Lone Ranger 2. Re- 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 <laughs> yep. <laughs> now, is dandy, is that a negative term? Because I feel like it's not, because there's that kink song, Dandy, and it's Look, it's relative. Pleasant. It's relative. Are you going to get insulted by being called a, a dandy or a fop? You know, that's up to you. Yeah. I take ownership of it. I'm I a slim man. Uh, I, tr- I try to be as articulate as I can, both in wor- speech and, and body. You know, I've been called a dandy, and now it's time to take it's time to take it by the horns. Huzzah, huzzoo! Take it back, huzzah, huzzoo! <laughs> yeah. The the dandy call to arms, yeah. huzzah, huzzoo! Uh, truth be told, uh, you know it's not a word that's thrown out. I just think it's a fun one. I like it. I feel when now when I say dandy, I feel like people at home are picturing you with like a little bowler hat and like a nice uh, uh, flower tie, yes, tight yes. three button jacket, and that's what you're wearing. <laughs> <laughs> The weird thing is I rode my bike here. <laughs> and it's one of those really it's like... the penny farthing. Yeah, the penny farthing. <laughs> the old school bike. Yeah. Um, welcome, uh, Thomas. Thank you for joining me. Mm-hmm. Um, you decided to watch a TV show as per the rules and regulations of the podcast. Why don't section you tell us... CR. Uh, section C-R-A-I-G <laughs> underscore <laughs> R-O-W-I-N. What a, what a clever job. <laughs> um, so what, what TV show did you decide to watch and why? Well, uh, uh, I originally threw out Girls, but you poo-pooed it. I did not poo We recently... poo-pooed we it just, saying we just did that doyoy and you call me a doyoy. I called you a doyoy, which was hard to spell on by... You know. <laughs> yeah. But I I got it and I said okay I'll switch it up and then I thought I thought you know what something that I've been wanting to watch that haven't is through the wormhole with Morgan Freeman I've been listening to a lot of science podcasts mm-hmm. uh, listened to literally all the Radio Labs in like two months very much enjoy the Radio I love the Radio Labs although lately they're turning into it's less sciency and more like. Like trying to be sentimental, heartwarming, like tales of humanity, which right. is not bad, but it's just come, sometimes a little forced. And I'm just like, they're trying to open on, it up. Jad. Come on, Jad Abumrad. 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 Um, but that sound editing, I it's mean, so, it's so, so good. good. The production value is really great. And I we also, can mimic that right now. The sound, it's like, you're now listening to Wait, wait. <laughs> Shorts. Doing. <laughs> Uh, and then I, I also like the podcast, the British. Well, it's a British radio show, Radio Fool, but it's uh, been put into a podcast, The Infinite Monkey Cage. Whoa, that's a cool name. It's pretty cool. Um, it's it's a little bit more sciency. It has Brian Cox and Robin Ince. Robin Ince being a comedian, Brian Cox being a f- celebrity physicist, uh-huh. <laughs> and they have guests on and stuff. It. it I like it again. I like it when they get sciency and facty, but then they kind of they tend sometimes, or at least for a bit, to just sort of like talk about how great science is, and like not about the actual science. They were just like, "Yeah, people should believe in science." I don't know why there's an argument. So you want hard fact science? I just like if we're going to talk about it, let's get into it. And let's, I'm a little nervous about this first episode. Yeah, so we're watching the episode uh, through the wormhole, narrated by Morgan Freeman on the Science Channel, which I didn't know was a channel. Thank God there is one. I and, mean, it's about time, ladies. <laughs> yeah, you women. Um, and uh, <laughs> the episode is called "Is There a Creator?" Yeah, which I don't see. I don't like giving these. I don't like giving that a debate. 
it's it shouldn't be a debate. Like I watched that Bill Nye versus Ken Ham. Did you know? Right. Yeah. I know, yeah. The YouTube uh, debate about uh, creationism. Creationism. I mean, to be honest, it, it, it's shocking that it's being debated as like, uh, you know, plausible. Yeah. Um, and it's really disheartening and quite scary. But but you know, th- there's people out there that that believe it, and predominantly here in America, which is quite quite interesting. So this, I hope it's. I hope literally they Morgan Freeman says, "Is there a creator?" No, and then they explain why. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. Or if that was the full episode, yeah. no, no. Stay See you next time. <laughs> episode two: the riddle of the black hole. The uh, the the summary of the episode says: Did our universe come into being by chance? Or was was it created by a god? The latest science shows that the four forces governing our universe are finely tuned, so much so that it has led many to believe that something must have calibrated them. Ugh. This is uh, see, this is I, I've come to a position in, in science and my atheism where I'm kind of tired of being apologetic about it and tired of being like, well, that, okay, I guess you can believe in that. I'm like, what? No, what are you talking mm. about? And just the idea of so this is already the, just the summary of it is getting me charged, just because uh, to, just to give weight to the idea that there's some kind of will in the whole thing I think is just so silly. But isn't that isn't that so utterly presumptuous with no actual evidence whatsoever, Craig? Hey, listen, man. This is what I say. Oh, here we go. I say, take a chill pill. Yeah. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> put because on some Dave Matthews. Because, put on some fucking DMB, trip some billies, and just just have a good time. Because, hey, there is, there isn't, there is not. It's the same thing. No, it's it's not. It's not. The, it's not the <laughs> it's same thing. Quite different. But uh, here, one here's thing, what I. Uh, one, one thing comes with a set of ma- a set of maddening beliefs that hold the the race of humanity back. Yeah, but I, I mean, I feel like it depends on how you use that information or that belief. You know, I feel like if you're the average person who goes like, oh yeah, there there might be a force out there, uh, they're doing things, but. You know, I'm not going to sure. tell you how to how to live your life. Or... That's an example of no harm, no foul. Yeah. But it's getting to the point where there's a lot of harm and a lot of foul. Sure. And it just needs to stop. We need to move past that and keep going. And uh, I believe that maybe that's Morgan Freeman's thing. We'll see. We don't know. I have a feeling not. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling. But science... it is a science show. I can't imagine they're going to be like. Yeah, but it's their. Ch- well, have you? Have, wasn't there a new thing uh, that I read that they're like, yeah, the, this whole universe might be a computer program with that, yes. with that whole thing? I saw. Yeah. There, uh, uh, I, I don't read, Craig, but I saw a very. You compelling... can't read. Yes. But I did see a very compelling Internet video saying that there's. It was just like entertaining. There's no way you can't prove it. There's no way you can't prove that this is like the Matrix. There's no way you can't prove it. So it's true. No. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's possible. And I guess you could say the the biggest argument that I ha- I've had plenty of debates and arguments with the religious people. And there's one man who who pr- essentially said the same thing. There's no way you can't prove it. Mm-hmm. And that's, I guess, true. Right. Like, if your belief is like, there's someone up there, he looks, he looks over me, I just know he's there, there's no way I can't prove that he's... There's no way that I can prove that he's not there. Right. I can, I can show you how... It's ridiculous, and I can show you all the other more plausible things, factual things, but I can't prove to you that... But what if they're like, you say that everything, you say like science, 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 all the science, and they're like, yeah, but there's, I believe in all that, but there's still a God. Yeah, you know, that that's that's a classic example of no harm, no foul. That's how you want to view the world, and you you know, you want to look at uh, uh, a sunset and be like, God did that. You know, you want to look at a mystery and say, thank, thank the Lord. Like uh, Sixth Sense. Like the Sixth Sense. Sure. You want, <laughs> you want to look at life's mysteries and attribute that to, to, the, to an unknown uh, entity that's your prerogative and your free will. To me, that's lazy. And to me, I'd rather say either I don't know or just wonder at the complexity of the building blocks of the, uh, the universe. Yeah. 
that to me is a much more at least real. I don't have to believe in Santa Claus in order to do that. You know, I don't have to believe in a thing that I can't know. Right, but on record right now, do you believe in Santa Claus? Of course. Okay, good. Dude, <laughs> that's all, okay, that's all I care about, honestly. As a Jew, I still believe that that exists. And, yes, you have to. Uh, because, you know, miracles are, they happen. The miracles are real and uh, real steel. There's someone here. There's uh, no, no, no. There's uh, oh. this is an apartment building attached to other apartments. Okay, I thought I was like. Uh... There's no. That's God. <laughs> <laughs> God's here. Um. Yes, and see, that's the thing. There's people that may may even listen to this and see and literally connect those dots. It's like, don't you see? I. <laughs> oh my God! You got so worked up. The the, the 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 issue of like faith and religion and all that and superstition. To me, it's not a question of what is and what isn't. It's just a question of psychology. That's that's just, you know, peel back, see humans for what they are. That's humanity searching for patterns. That's humanity wanting to connect dots. It's what's brought us to the age of discovery and science. But it's also what started us at religion and 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 everything else don't you don't it, when, once you start seeing it through that eyes it's it becomes so painfully obvious to me and i don't see how it couldn't be that obvious the idea of like wanting to know what's what's past there and because i think well i think a lot of people don't want to be able to be like oh well my life sucks and uh it's my fault you don't want to say it's meaningless yeah you don't want to just be like oh this is all worthless you know like it's this not is worthless. i mean it, not, but but, but yeah, i think a lot of people would, would be like well I guess there's no God, so what's the mm-hmm. point? Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. But don't you see? There is no point. And there is only a point. <laughs> but you were, you were pointing to your dick when you just... Yeah, yeah, the, the urethra. <laughs> That's the point. That's we the, really got into it before we the, before the episode. seen it. So, what are we going to talk about after? So, oh, my God. We have no idea. But hopefully uh, Morgan Freeman's silky voice. Um, <laughs> so this is, is there a creator through the wormhole? You've never seen any episode of this show. No, no. I've got, I've got, I've been told it's cool, but I, now I'm sort of like, with this first episode, I'm like, ugh, I'm coming in with judgments. All right. Well, hopefully... I'm coming in with secular elitist judgment. <laughs> and that's always fun to deal with. <laughs> um, yeah, baby. Um, so we're going to check out Through the Wormhole with Morgan Freeman. Um, what do you say? Should we just do it? I say yay. I say nay. No, I don't. I say yay. <laughs> yeah, All right. Okay, let's, that been the end. let's check it out. For one hour, Dominica has been shut inside the chamber without light or sound. Alone with her thoughts. And perhaps also with God. And it says you felt the presence of something. Yeah, there's like other things around me. Okay, can you describe them? Not, they were just bodies of nothing. Not doing anything, just, just chilling. How how many were just chilling? Um, she actually counted them. You see her move her hand? Yeah. She was actually recreating it. Yeah. More than 80% of Dr. Persinger's subjects, whether they are religious believers or not, sense a presence from the God helmet. Okie dokie. We just looked through the wormhole. Oh, man. Um, first impressions of the episode. Well... <laughs> I liked it. It got it got real heady. Which yeah, is, it got real like groovy by the end. It and, got pretty groovy. And, and it, I was sort of in and out at the beginning because once you get super sciencey, my brain just turns out like I. It's like you turn when, it down. Well, when it, like it was, it's like remind me of like physics class in high school where it's like at a certain point you miss like the one connecting tissue that makes it understandable, <laughs> and then the rest just sounds like gibberish, and you're like, all right, I'm just gonna get a C minus on this test. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but uh, the end stuff was was pretty dope. Yeah, there was a lot of interesting stuff in there. I was happy. I was happy that it wasn't. It what it didn't. It didn't entertain the the God stuff um, in like a faith religious-y kind of way. Yeah. It was kind of like, like we is... talk about God. This is how it could scientifically be possible. Yes. Which was interesting, but I still, you know, I don't know. 
First, I gotta I gotta call Morgan uh, Morgan Freeman out on his yeah man creator. He he's, kept on saying creator and cre- protector. Yeah, he's got a real real strange way of putting it all. I wonder if that's like a conscious decision where you know they're like, um, just make it a little bit weirder so like you know nobody else could do this job. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, creator, protector. I'm gonna say it like this. Um, the episode started with. Uh, so it's, is there a creator and, it, and it, <laughs> no, <laughs> fuck, no. I can't go back now. I've seen through the wormhole. Um, oh, what fun. and, uh, it started with the, the ant farm analogy. Uh, it was a, uh, I bought my daughter an ant farm. Yes. And, uh, she immediately got bored with it, <laughs> but not Morgan, <laughs> but not Morgan. He looked at the ant farm manual uh-huh. in the in the uh, flashback type thing and that was sort of the entryway into is there a greater being yeah. creator being. they kicked it off with a with a surfer physicist who had come up with a, a that, that's when the show yeah. to me the first two science we met first of all there were a lot of scientists and all of them were like they did a good job like totally different characters like every <laughs> scientist was a completely insanely specific yeah character yeah they covered all the spectrums of like weird scientists the My- first the first one was like this beach bum who like tuned in dropped out dropped in or whatever um bubble wrap guy was this sort of like fidgety like i can't i'll never be comfortable in my own skin oh he was wearing these like baggy khaki pants that like bunched up right in the crotch area (laughs) and then there was that neuroscientist who could have easily been a bond villain wait which guy was that the uh, the god helmet oh the god helmet that's we'll get to the god the god helmet's my favorite part of the episode there's also the chocoholic yeah um where they describe the universe in terms of like baking a a flambe or something like that yeah yeah uh like a devil's food cake there was the uh old cambridge guy who was like in a church yeah because he still he believed in it and then there was um the dell guy the dude yes gotta... there's the dell guy who thinks we're all in a commuter, computer computer uh, simulation which was transitioned into by will wright uh, a, a video game programmer who, who created the sims the sims and uh civilization and uh and turok dinosaur of... hunter <laughs> Yep, <laughs> fan favorite Turok. <laughs> Turok Dinosaur Hunter. I don't think he created that, but that's a great name of a video game. Yeah. N sixty four. Yeah, N sixty four. We all we all were there. Some of us played it. Did you ever even play it, dude? N sixty four? No, man. Turok? Turok. Yeah, of, of course I played Turok. I, I didn't know. have it. Barry Joseph had it. Yeah, uh, kid I time. remember Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Old Barry. You remember Barry? Yeah, Barry, Barry. Um he had it. We we played that. We watched the craft together. Oh, um what a dream weekend. Yeah, it was just one loving weekend of the craft <laughs> and Turok, Dinosaur Hunter. Um but let's why don't we go through sort of scientist by scientist? I think that'll okay. be a fun way to sort of because they're all uh, very specific and different, it'll be a good way to sort of tackle the show. It's true. Well, Surfer, Surfer started off by saying the the current problem in uh, physics and quantum physics is that you have math to explain the big things, you have math to explain the small things, but it's there is no math to explain the connection there between them. Right, and they were sort of saying that they're like they're four basic building points of the universe. Yes, uh, let's see the test: gravity. Uh, uh, electromagnetics, and then small energy and lo- big energy. So yeah, like nuclear. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so the uh, examples of it: gravity is gravity, right? This is the movie. The, the gra- <laughs> Sandra Bullock and George Clooney. Bullock, the Bullock, <laughs> the creator, <laughs> and the space station. Uh, yes, um, is, is gravity that feel the, the 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 drawing down force. Electromagnetism is like. Even cooking something. That's yeah, that was their example. Was the uh, the uh, oven, sort yes. of the the broiler. Uh, a small thing is they they were cutting bananas, cutting bananas because the potassium in there has radiation, and if there if oh yeah radiation, radiation yeah. was just upped a little bit, uh, it would be a, a fatal poisonous bananas. And then big energy being like the sun, the sun nuclear nuclear reaction, right? And he was saying they were saying you can prove all of those things again, which I don't understand, but you can't like uh, like for um, things that are like those something atrons, like uh, uh, but we can't find the gravitrons. Yes, yes, there are all the different trons, uh, including the bio digital uh, jazz man, yeah. 
with uh, Je- uh, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges, Bridges, Bridges of course, and uh, Goldblum. And of course, he's a uh, brother to Bo Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> and son of Lloyd Bridges. <laughs> Bridges. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, but this guy was all, like, it got, it, I was like, it's it sort of in it, and he, then he had the circles upon circles, the wrapped around circles theory. Yes, which was basically, I can't explain it at all. <laughs> They showed a circle. They showed how you could split a circle by putting circles in a circle. It sort of created this donut pattern, but this infinite sort of it was weird an infinite donut. An, in, an infinite donut. And what? Here's my. I'm lost. Um, I'm lost. But he said, if this is true, then what? Like, if this circle can well, exist, he made it. He made it seem like I think he was just trying to say. Because what they're after is, and what they keep finding when they're going to like physics and quantum physics is that the solutions and what 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 the, what the ends up being the endpoint is something relatively simple. The math may be very complex in order to get there, but you're looking at uh, like uh, a shape like a sim- like like a circle. And I think he was just he was just trying to unify these um, big and small physics. Then it went to that weird guy with the spit on the side of his mouth. Oh and yeah, that was like I don't just, know what his angle was. He was like, "Now look, his, his math is risky." He was like a fan. <laughs> yeah. Like that's like he was like, you know, I'm because they're like he's been like he he's been watching this from day one. You know, yeah. like this other guy's math. He's like, well, if it's true, it, it could be it's, it's high risk, high reward. Yeah, yeah. and you he's know, like, like, I'm not know. sure if I believe it. Uh, look, I'm not saying I do, but <laughs> he's a maverick. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's just like he had like all the statistics. He's like yeah. baseball cards of that guy and everything. Yeah, but I don't know what his deal was. In the end, I think we were clarified on the surfer. He was saying, you know, everything in this quantum quantum plane is simple, and God is actually a really complex explanation. He, he said, he said, it's a step backwards to say that to say that the most complex thing in the world, which is the, or the universe, is the most complex thing existing, and that there is something. No, comprised of very simple elements. Right. Is to have the explanation behind that be complex. Okay. I, as we ga- as we garnered from the from the intro, I'm inclined to believe uh, to go alongside him, 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 him. Capital H, the creator. Capital H, the creator. <laughs> so that was one. That was one scientist. Then uh, we had to go. To and the, he was a surfer too. He was, he was shredding waves, by the way. Like he wasn't <laughs> he like him. he was shredding. He was freaking, you know, shredding hard. Yeah, and he was he, shredding at the one gnar. Point, like I think they cut like B roll of him like after a wave, and he's kind of putting his arms up like, oh man, what can you do? Hey, it's the universe. <laughs> um, universe may have big and small, and also these waves lighter. Blah. Yeah. Um, and then there was the uh, chocoholic who was oh, I, I wrote down his, his deal was he was a. Um, he was a physicist and chocoholic. That's what I wrote down. Because <laughs> that's how they described him. Yeah, what a what a layman. I mean, see that that's what why I didn't like the first half of the show was it seemed like they were trying to make it a little too accessible, like you know, like. But that's like, the, that's the part that lost you. Yeah, exactly. That, it, it lost me because I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, no, it, but it didn't work. Like they're like, this thing's so complicated, so we'll talk about it in terms of chocolate. And I was like, wait, You're what? Idiot. <laughs> like I'm a moron. hey, idiot. You'll yeah. understand this. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, this is complicated, so we're gonna make it as dumb as possible. You like chocolate, right? You fucking fat piece of shit here. <laughs> Uh, so I was totally lost. That, he was the guy talking oh about potassium and, and all that all yes, that good yeah, bullshit. He, he, I think he was brought on to, well, come down the stairs. You're creaking and croaking now. <laughs> Matt Myra's in the house. Matt Myra. You're in my house, actually. Hey, guys, just want to say, remember Turok, that awesome video game? Shut up. We already went over that. But do you remember that game invented, like, it started the lens flare craze, oh, of, like, yeah. you'd look up, and it just had lens flares for no discernible reason, because it was a first-person shooter? Think about it. It's to put you in, it's Think to put you in that sweet game. It's to, to put you like, in I'm that in guy's camera eyes. Yeah, yeah. They also, they also so if you're blaming J.J. Abrams for Star Trek, that's, you're, you're looking the wrong place. Go to Turok. That's the... <laughs> That's where it all started, guys. Fucking Illuminati. That's why it was a diamond symbol. I'm going to and Matt, of course, is a physicist and chocoholic. <laughs> Thanks for dropping by. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> what a great cameo. <laughs> Very specific Turok uh, you reference. Gotta put, you got to go back in and put, like, intro and exit music. <laughs> doodly, doodly, 
do. Um, I think I think the I think the chocoholic was was mainly just there to go over the four energies with us, right? To sort of explain properties. the the building blocks, which I didn't because understand. After they set up all the science, that's when they went to the old British guy to be like to talk about God. I right. He was the that now that was he was a he's a sir. He was knighted by Queen. He was knighted for science, and then later in life, I found God. And to me, every time they cut back to him, I was like, ugh, bullshit. Well, well, he he was the type of thing where he, you know, they'd be like, God, and then he'd just say, like, you know, because, you know, like, the, the like yeah, there's no, uh, you know. He was saying, he was saying, and this is typical of, 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 like, scientific religiousness, is like, they go, they come to this conclusion because it's so, com- it's so complex, and there's so many different things. How could it just be by chance? And then really all they do is like pose that question. They never answer right. it. They never connect the dots. They're just like, <laughs> yeah, it seems too crazy. And if you're that, I think that's such bullshit because if you're talking about an infinite universe with the possibility of multiple infinite universes, but now we're, yeah, we're, it, mm-hmm. it, it, it's impossible for it not to happen. Us and multiple versions of us is guaranteed. Yeah. If you're talking about infinite, multiple infinites. <laughs> right. So, and you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if no, that's assuming that all these theories are correct or in any way close. And, you know, right now they're, they're provable only through sort of like ethereal scientific experiment. Right. right. But, I mean, you, you can't look at that and be like, well, and come somehow come to the conclusion that 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 it had to be created if there's any conclusion to be made it's that it's an inevitable it's an inevitable consequence of this infiniteness (sighs) brother is it acid kicking in yet dude i just fucking there are like eight of you here (laughs) that laugh is echoing in my brain now (laughs) i am fucked up um but yeah, that yeah, but right. that sort of brings us to the the bubble wrap guy. Yeah, who yeah, was yeah. The, the, this guy was the bubbleman. He, they showed the he, bubble wrap a lot before he knew what the bubble wrap was for. It was my, like my sort favorite, of like a, my intro. My favorite intro to him was they just sort of like took. Uh, how, how can I explain this? Edit, ed, ed, video editing wise, they just like took video of him sort of standing there in different angles. They put him in a green screen and then they the, and they sort of put him multiple versions of him in the same room <laughs> from different. Room. But he's like turned in different positions yes, and he's just sort of standing there, kind of like uncomfortable. With a, this weird sort of like I'm here smile on. Yeah, him. he's wearing you know like a sort of like a maroon, yeah, maroon sweater, sweater over over like a collared shirt, bunched up khaki pants, sensible shoes, sort of a little bit you know bad posture. Yeah, it's bad like, posture looks like a '70s scientist. It's like, a guy that you would never multiply. Like there's <laughs> n- there would be no reason to have like to look at that guy m- that many times, and they have him from every angle being like. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I want to zoom into his life, and he's driving a, like a like a fucking. Ferrari with a super hot. <laughs> like you were going to say Mazda Miata. I was going to say a Maserati, but no, I Maserati. is that a good car? I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> I thought that maybe I like a, I don't know if a car guy would be like, that's a girl car. I'm, I don't, I'm sorry. Hey dude, chill. The guy who's just said that the Maserati guy, chill out. <laughs> yeah. Chill dude. It's just a, we don't know. Hey man, it's a PCAST. Enjoy. It's a pod. See. Yeah. He, he laid out the bubble wrap to explain that. Yeah. He, he sort of showed his thing was he pulled, pushed the bubble wrap, uh, Ouch. unfurled it. Yes. It was in a roll and he picked up one slice of it, sort of like a, a cube with a lot of bubbles. And he said, this is the, the, uh, theory of infinite universes like each one of these bubbles is a different universe is a different universe on multiple panels of universes yeah right so like he he rolled it out and cut it into these squares to to just merely pick up a square and be like this is one possible dimension and we're one possible universe and it was a cool that's when i was like that was better than the chocolate thing because i under it helped me understand it i was like brought you back in yeah i was like all right i know i know it's like chocolate's gay dude give me the food i don't eat chocolate i'm on a freaking diet (laughs) hey wake up (laughs) um wake up and smell the coffee (laughs) the chocolate coffee yeah chocolate chocolate (laughs) (laughs) i think that that then it brought us to the the neuro guy Oh my god! This guy was the best. I, I forget his name and his rank. Uh, rank. He was <laughs> captain, I think. 
Of the Brain Brigade? Of the Brain Brigade. But he was basically like, I don't know, some physicist or something. Yes. And he... It seemed like he had two assistants, and he operated out of like a basement, a, of like a, a psychopath's basement. But he was he was talking about what I was trying to foolishly explain at the, in the intro of this episode. In that God, the perception of God, what God is, is in our minds. It's psychology, or, or and potentially not just psychology, physical things happening in the brain. What he did was took this l- yeah. little girl. So there was this girl. <laughs> a little girl. Like she, a, a, she, young, a 20-something. A young woman. <laughs> uh, a blossoming, young, nubile woman. Yes. And Who she, believed in God but wasn't, like, devout. Did yeah, just, you know, believed in the idea of God. They showed her biking and then uh, to illustrate she's a real person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I was still riding the bike. Yeah. And also shots of her sort of, like, peeking through the bushes. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like maybe they they're were like, oh, you, you want to get some headshots? Too? They definitely. Definitely like for every up. every person that they had, they had them do something that no human would do. Like you were pointing out that there was one guy, I forget which one it was, but they had him was sort the, of tug his jacket down. It was the neuro guy. It was the, this is all oh, the this same guy. segment. You could just picture it. So this guy's standing in his lab, just standing there. You can just totally hear the producers be like, give us a give us a sort of like a little tug of the jacket. Just straighten out the jacket. And sort of. Yeah. yeah, it's just like a little bit of business. Yeah, a little bit. Of- but a little bit of business goes a long way. Buddy, if you want to get in this Hollywood game, yeah, and you do, bro. Trust um, us. Hey, trust us because it's all it's cracked up to be, and like you know, yeah, it's all about image and shit. But yeah. like, and it's come easier on. than it, I thought. It's so fucking easy, bro. It's easy money. Um, and uh, but basically, this girl, this young nubile woman, she goes to to his. I'd say layer because it's not. It's not. They call it like it it's like a layer. bunker or something. Uh, yeah. It's like weird carpet, sort of you know, like a window with like cardboard in it. It looks like a base, it's a basement. I'm not sure. I hope that it's a basement in a college or university, but it could just be a basement. And on he's got a, a, a little chair, like a. a a sofa chair. A sofa chair covered with like a, a blue blanket. and white blanket that's been used for like a million picnics. Like it's yeah. definitely got like grass stains and shit yes. on it. And on this girl's head, he puts like a seventies motorcycle, like a BMX helmet. helmet. <laughs> yeah, like like an old school bike helmet. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and all these on the side of it are these like it looks like it looks like um, electronic parts that when you would make a ham radio or something. Right. It's like it's like when you meet Doctor Emmett Brown in Back to the Future. Like that. It's not. It's less it's less scientific than that yeah. <laughs> it's less scientific than that yeah. weird contraption and all it's doing actually so she she kind of he kind of cuts off some sensory stuff like he he makes it totally dark she kind of like almost he blindfolds her but with he, no yeah, with like <laughs> like scotch taping tissues to her face it, no it's like it's like medical gauze and like medical tape like that very thin white tape. and i'll say this this guy's all he was doing was super interesting and i was like oh that sounds like totally you know there's something to this but the fact that he was operating out of this janky like just it's just like it made him seem like a a crazy human being a madman a madman yes so this poor girl's strapped in in the dark and he turn he what he does is he he lets her get acclimatized and relax and gets sort of like standard brain pattern waves for chilling out chill Puts on dark side of the moon. <laughs> so he starts kissing her toes. <laughs> and then and then he <clears throat> then he starts turning up some again, I think it was an electromagnets. Yes, it was electromagnet that they were saying that they were saying was just as powerful, if not a little less, than like a hair dryer. And then again it yeah. brought me in because I'm like, I know what a hair dryer is. <laughs> yeah, that's not too powerful. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a hair dryer. My girlfriend's always complaining that it's not strong enough. She always calls the the hotel, sees if they have their own hairdryer, so we don't need to travel with one. Girlfriend, you married. My married wife. <laughs> wife married to another man. <laughs> um, uh, always calling those hotels with a hairdryer. <laughs> can't live with them. Can't live without them. Oh, God. Well, he, he would turn it up and it would access, it would stimulate a certain part of the brain, which is connected to you know, quote unquote, the God experience. So essentially, you know, all these people, all these prophets, all these regular people to have claimed to be visited by people, by essence, uh, entities or seen things or been spoken to, 
even up to intense visualizations, which what this girl had, which is what this girl had, can be stimulated and uh, replicated in like a weird basement scientific experiment. So basically, she's in this room in the dark. She has this helmet on. It's for like an hour, no stimulus. And when he interviews her afterward because of this electromagnetic thing, which I don't quite understand how that stimulates the right side of the brain. It's just but... concentrated on a certain part of the lobe, of some type of lobe. Right. So, so then afterwards, he interviews her and she's like, I saw these entities in the room. She they saw were five people. Above my head a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, and he was saying but again with the b-roll of his apart weird apartment he was like you know this is uh, very common that they'll see it on the top of their thing um but it was interesting because he was basically saying that these visualizations are this part of the brain sort of and, and he he was also saying that this was to lower anxiety that's the that's what the the part of the brain was yes it's fear the, it's the, to do with fear the the purpose of that is when you're anxious i guess this muscle brain part is used to sort of be like bigger picture or some some, some way to sort of uh calm yes and that's why people use god you know to to lower the anxiety, get you know, yeah. uh, uh, lessen the the uh, terrible uh, uh, pers- uh, perspective uh, that uh, death uh, is uh, imminent. Yes, of course. <laughs> and he was saying, I've, I, "This is what really I thought was the best is that he said, okay, so this experience this girl's having is here in this you know dark gross room <laughs> where murders have happened imagine if you you know you know like some ver- some prophet i forget who's citing got hit by lightning oh uh, luther luther the, got hit by lightning and then the- he was a prophet or if you're just involved in a very religious setting and you have this experience if you're in church or at the at mecca and you have this thing i mean you obviously your brain and you're not an experiment you don't know that you've got <laughs> electrodes pointing at right. you Obviously, you're going to con- draw this weird conclusion of some kind of supernatural, go- uh, ghostly, or godly force. Mm-hmm. It, it just to me is like things like that when you can replicate it with a fucking motorcycle helmet with like ham radio parts mm-hmm. attached to it. It's like no shit. It's all right. bullshit. But that, but it, but it's not bullshit because it exists. Like you know what I'm saying. What I'm saying the is, experience it, is the real. experience is real. So like. It exists in a yes, way, but you know, it's your it's your psychology that's connecting the dots to God, ghosts, things that aren't real. Right, but I but I think, but he's saying it is real. The experience is real. Like I manufactured it, so that's a real experience. Yes, but that doesn't mean it is real. It, to us, it is. It's it says, internally real. Yes. Yeah, it's as real to like. But yeah. here's the thing: the, the guy in the subway who's like, "I can't talk now. I got little dragons in my pockets." Right. He knows that there's dragons in the pockets. Sure. But you're like, that guy's fucking nuts. Yeah, but he still exists, and he can murder me. <laughs> like I, I know that. Like I know I'm not like, oh well, the dragons don't exist, so I'm gonna go hug him. Like I. No, you know. absolutely not. Why would y'all draw, uh, draw that conclusion? Don't. I'm not telling to hug him. But what I'm saying is that, you know, you're saying, and listen, I, you know, I'm, that's fine. You know, that, that you're saying God doesn't exist. Right. Okay. Science. But to people, to people, it is real. Some people, it is real. You know, it's not like, how can you, you're right. How can you deny someone their experience? Yes, exactly. But the thing is, that's so personal. See, see, you're right. I mean, I, you've had, say you have this experience and you've drawn the conclusion that it's God. In that private, in that private universe, in that little section of the bubble wrap, right. that is truth. And how do you how do you burst that bubble and say, well, you 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 see outside of that, it didn't actually happen. That was your brain manifesting that. Yeah, but the I mind mean, is very powerful. It can see things that aren't there. I mean, if you go, if you have you ever taken psychedelic drugs? No. I mean, like. When I, I've been on mushrooms and like sh- literally shook hands with bushes because there's hands coming right, out of it, right. and like seeing elect- massive electronic but, woolly but be- mammoths and stuff, and that's just cl- it's just another mind ma- manipulation of seeing something that's just sure. But there. but that but people have those experiences, right? Like LSD or acid or mushrooms or whatever, and they learn something from them. You know what I mean? Or they, sure. I, I, so I've heard like people will have <laughs> from the academic standpoint, <laughs> but like those uh, drugs I've had uh, too many poppies since my. <laughs> Bagel. <laughs> oh boy, uh, I prefer sesame because no opiates. But um, 
but uh, but that's real. You know, like they you come out of the experience, and that did happen. You know, like you you can experience that and be like, well, you know, that bush didn't have hands, but I learned something from that or that experience. You know what I mean? I don't think there's oh, yeah. any, there's Especially. not there's nothing inherently. I think your thing is, uh, you know, I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with believing that a God exists. It's how you you use. Well, I think there is. One, one, I think it's relatively harmless to think that that God exists and then just kind of leave it at that. It's relatively harmless. But you are believing in an untruth, if you ask me, and ask many scientific people. Yeah, but you can... Wouldn't you... Why would you... Why do you want to believe in an untruth? Doesn't that morally agitate you to me that like but we do that all the time i mean like constantly through like just choosing to ignore things you know what i mean like that's like a constant thing you know it's like i need a better example okay so like so say for example like this is on a much different level but like a hollywood thing like you know this whole like Woody Allen thing, you know, sure. where it's like, and this will get into another weird conversation, but like <laughs> you choose as a viewer, like that, that scandal that he potentially, and you know, probably, or there's some, maybe some truth to it, molested like his not adopted daughter, but this young girl that uh-huh. was his wife's daughter. We like choose to forget that for like 20 years and you just keep watching those movies. It's like that. Does, it's, it still exists that that happened, but well, we, no, but, but it, you're, you're accepting that it happened, but choosing not to worry about it. Yeah. So isn't you're, that, isn't that similar? Being like, being like, there's, a, there's like, okay, I believe there, I believe there's God. Now I'm just going to go about the rest of my day. That doesn't affect everything I do. And then, you know, if somebody asks you to do, here's a better example, Santa, we all know that Santa isn't real. We all know it. Right. So, as a grown person, now that you know better, if you choose to believe in Santa, and every time Christmas comes around, you're like, that's going to be great when Santa gives me a gift. And, like, imagine your wife being like, huh? Okay, from you, I want this. But from Santa? And you're like, oh, my God. Like, that's, to me, there's no difference. There is no difference. There's something that is unreal, and you're just simply choosing to pull the wool over your eyes and believe the other thing. I get what you're saying, that we all kid ourselves. I'm not denying that. But to me, personally, on a very personal level, I want the truth. If I find out there's something more true or accurate or real, I want I my prescription glasses that I view the world in, that's how I want to. Right, but, but then at the same time, you know, if you're... If it, you know, I mean, if you if somebody you're, a friend is sick or something, and you're like, "How do I deal with this? This is very upsetting, very hard." And you're like, if somebody like prays to God, you know, be like, "I hope that my friend gets better." Uh-huh. You know, that doesn't inherently, you know, that's just a way to deal with it. You know what I mean? Like, the, you know, th- that's just. And I'm not saying like prayer heals, but it's like what it's doing is like this is a big thing. A friend of mine is sick. Yes. And this is how I can deal with it. You know, th- it's like meditating, you know. I, you know, I, I'm going to give you And I'm listen, I don't pray. I'm not like you I'm pray, not, dude. No. Your knees are all bloody from front playing. Yeah. That, 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 no, that I've just been something. given a lot of blowjobs <laughs> on really rough gravel. Yeah. Well, I would say I'll admit this. I, I sometimes when I want something like in my life it usually revolves around like the business and something the secret. Like I'm, I'm up for an audition or something. Right. I'm just like, "Oh god, I want this." I will I actually have like a stupid little like little prayer out to Ritual, out to like something. everything, okay. yeah, something like that. But I'm fully aware that it's superstitious. I'm fully aware that it's not real. In the in the little ritual prayer, it. I say I don't believe in this. Uh, hopefully, you'll understand this if it turns out to be real, and I meet you later on when I'm dead. But, yeah, but see, but that's isn't that? Isn't... Yes, of course, that's coping and stuff. And and you know, a lot of people who get converted into any type of religious uh, in any type of religion are usually at a point of like low when they mm-hmm. get involved with this new idea. That's like, oh, you can be saved just believe in this and this. Um, I'm not saying that it it doesn't happen. I'm saying that I think your pursuit should be truth. And even if you're, even if you want to have these little things, you should be very aware that they're not real. Mm -hmm. Otherwise now you're talking about delusion and delusion is tricky. Delusion sometimes can be very harmless and, but delusion can also lead to some, some harm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I mean, a country that wants to teach creationism in schools. Yeah. I mean, that's abortions. Fucking crazy. I mean, there's lots of, it's terrible. Uh, God hates fags and like go to soldiers funerals and yell at them and stuff like this is a, it's bad news. It's bad here. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't disagree at <laughs> yeah. all. There are it's dangerous. Fucking, this is a dangerous thing. There I are, think religion is, is kind of dangerous. Yeah. I, I, yeah. In I think in in like terrible people. Yeah, but I mean like <laughs> but like these are, you know what I mean? Like these are people that are just manipulating other people and they're using something they're preying on people through through their weakness. You're you know what I mean? Large scale versus small scale. I agree the small scale isn't really necessarily harmful, but it's still the same thing. Hey man. Hey man, brother. Let's put on these god helmets and fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's go on this little next trip. Do we uh, talk about the next scientist? Yeah, let's let's yes, because this is where I was like, God helmet got me fucking <laughs> in. Um, oh, and I like that he, she described the girl described. She's like, how could you describe what the what the the bodies that you're seeing were doing? Like they were chilling. Just chilling, and he goes, "Just chilling." <laughs> when he said it, like, back I, I hope that he wrote that down yeah. on on a piece. Of, uh, I'm chilling. guessing on the spelling on this, but uh, yeah, I assume it's a, a apostrophe. Uh, it's an apostrophe. Maybe there's two L, three L's. I don't know how the kids are spelling this. Maybe day. that makes it street. Um, <laughs> but the next thing was the Sims guy, and this is where things got trippy. It's weird that that came up because weren't we talking about this in the intro of it sort of being ever yes, life I potentially being uh, a simulator? A simulator, and and this was saying this mentioned this guy uh, Will Wright, and well, he was he, just the com- computer developer that made the Sims. The yes. scientist guy was fucking the guy with the box and the brain. Right. <laughs> so this 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 was as like a segue to be like uh, Will Wright has created this computer world that we've uh, that is very popular and uh, basically you know you can. You know, Sims is basically you can yeah. can uh, lord over, or yeah. and in I don't the, know. In, in the Sims, you've got these little fake people in this little fake world, and you create. It's all very simplistic. Do you play the Sims? I'm not a big video game guy. I do love video games, but I I used to. I pl- I've played it years ago, but not. You were in a super duper. I wasn't a sim head. Sim, a sim head, as they call us, uh, in the sim forum community. No, I, I know what it is when I've played it. Essentially, yeah, you create this little like it's like a cartoonish version and simplified version of like social interaction in life, and you you build a little family, you get a little job, buy a house, you yeah, can go fishing, house, make up the house, little dollhouse thing. But it, the premise is like that's where it's at now. Graphics, computing capabilities, it doubles every year almost, and so exponentially, so it doubles and doubles and doubles and doubles. And so it's only a matter of time before graphics get to a certain point where you can't really tell the difference between reality and, and not, and that artificial intelligence could could get there too, and essentially just raw computing power can get there where you won't know if you're in a simulation or not. So if you, at that point, 100 years from now, 50 years from now, whatever, don't know the difference, how can you say you don't know the difference now? Right. So, yeah. So the example that this other scientist guy gave was... Uh, and he, this was hit, one of his theories was like, you know, computers, yeah, the power is doubling every year. So let's say in 50 years, I have this box. And in this box are a brain and a computer, which are about the same weight, same size. And at this point, probably similar capabilities, you know, because the brain he, is so much. He was much, saying the brain is so much more powerful now than this little right. MacBook. But potentially, but in 50 years. If you ask this box questions and eventually couldn't. Yes, that's uh, the Turing, discriminate between the couldn't discriminate between what's answering the questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, then that means that um, that shit, is true. Shit's fucked of, up. Yeah, <laughs> that's the Turing test uh, where you and they they do this. Uh, I think uh, yearly there's an actual sort of like convention where people try and design artificial intelligence, and you essentially have a conversation with. I think in this little convention, it's just sort of like maybe text or something because they don't they can't you'd hear the speech and be like well that's not a real thing right um but essentially the turing test is if you're asking this computer artificial intelligence questions and you can't tell that it's not a you can't tell that it's a computer then it's successfully replicated human intelligence and what's the difference if it if it's the same as us if it's very if it's aware of itself it's if it thinks just like us isn't it in effect us? It has a conscience. It's a it's a thing. I robot. I robot baby. Will Smith. William Smith. Will Smith. And Jr. then also AI with Toby Keith. Toby Keith and Toby Bryant. <laughs> My favorite line ever in in a Will Smith movie is an I robot, and his character's name is Spoon, or like that's his nickname. Oh, God. And he's walking through a house, and he goes, 
What you? He says to himself, "What you looking for? A spoon?" <laughs> it's just such a terrible, yeah, terrible bit of about, Yeah, he goes to the house and then it gets demolished, and it gets demolished by a robot, and it, it runs down the hall. I mean, how silly! How silly! And a lot of uh, I remember some uh, pretty good uh, advertisements for FedEx in that movie. Yeah. They're like a lot of. Uh, ads in there that movie could have been a really cool like blade runner 2 almost but it just ended up being pretty silly i need to rewatch ai because i did not like it when i first saw in the theater but i feel like i would like it but i just remember there being like 50 endings like it just kept on ending like over <laughs> i don't think i've seen it to be honest it was uh supposed to be stanley kubrick ended up being steven spielberg because stanley kubrick died while working on it <sighs> Oof. Eat your heart out. Eat your heart out. Um, but basically what the, the, the thing... Eat your heart out, too. We just commanded all our listeners to yeah, eat their hearts eat out. Eat your hearts out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Uh, people tried. Uh, this po- this podcast led to the deaths of 50 podcast listeners. Yeah. Because they all, all the listeners. All the listeners. Oh. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. Yo, yo, tweet at Thomas Middleditch. Make sure he knows you're listening. Um, just at Middleditch, guys. Just at Middleditch. Um, but that, basically, that's like the singularity, right? That's what the singularity is, is when, when computers get smarter than humans, more Singu- or less. I think singularity is actually us fusing with computers. Right. right I, I, yeah. It's, it's literally us becoming computers. Yeah. Oh, Not necessarily us and them. Now, here's like, a question. You know, Rory. Panicatopolis, right? Yeah, baby. Um, Rory, my friend, once asked, because I think I watched this documentary about the singularity, is like, would you upload your brain to a computer if you could um, and live on forever? And I was like, immediately, like, yeah. no. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I think living in forever would be incredible. Oh, it would be just infinite. Like, Don't you want to see what happens? Don't you want to like the only no, time no, the only no, situation where that would be bad is if like a you went crazy and then you're forever crazy or like you were in some indestructible cube the world blew blew up and then you're just floating through space floating through space having to play tic tac toe on your brain forever <laughs> you'd go mad you'd be in. well there's a really interesting thing this actually was brought up on the infinite monkey cage in that teleportation theoretically through mathematics is kind of pos- is possible but you're not actually you're not moving the atoms. You're destroying the atoms and recreating and recreating the, the exact same copy later on. So, you know, you teleport from here to there, there you are, but the original atoms have been destroyed. But you know, you have the memory of all the thing and it, you know, so like, you know what I'm saying? You're a dead person. You're not necessarily a dead person. You're just like an exact carbon copy with all the related brain stuff. So You'd even be aware of like, wow, my cells got destroyed. I'm, you know, you're, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if you believe in souls and stuff, that's an absolute, no, never going to get reported. But I don't, and I still have like trepidations about it. I mean, it would be. it's not actually you. It's just But but it's not practically uh, doable. Like it hasn't been done. No, not at all. This is only on like the theoretical mathematical Theoretical mathematical basis. That was a basis. You're right. Basis. Uh, right. Uh, um, hey, man, The Fly, man. You ever heard of it? Ever heard of it? Ever seen it? Fucking Jeff Goldblum. Cron- Jeff Goldblum. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Goldbladder. Jeff Goldbladder was in uh, Budapest Hotel. Oh, Grand Budapest. Grand, Grand Budapest. Grand, did you see it? I saw it last night. I haven't seen it yet, but really? I'm gonna. It is so good really wow i i love wes anderson i don't care go through the movies go through the movies and say how you feel about him so i can gauge how i would like wes uh best best okay we're, what we're, is the we'll best s- damn budapest show ever <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. starring rob letterman <laughs> wait david letterman it's Rob. Rob Letterman is a guy I know. Okay, so well, it's Bottle Rocket. Bottle Rocket. That's great. It, it's before you know, his style. Before, yeah. But it's still a good movie. And then is it Rushmore? Rushmore. Great. Great. This is when his style is starting to get developed. It's still not super toy housey, but it's very nostalgic seventies kind of like it's just some kind of like era thing, right? right? Or at least it, it feels yeah. like it. Tenenbaums. Right. This is like his like this is where I am. This is my first dollhouse stuff. 
Uh, I love it. It's moody. It's emotional. got the money. Can make it how I want it to be. Do it. Lords over it. Does it right. After Tenenbaums, what the, we that was uh, was it Darjeeling. I feel like there's one more. Um, but maybe it is Darjeeling. No, no, no. Aquaman. Aquapod. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, he made a superhero movie. Um, yeah, yeah. Life Aquatic, right? Which I thought was good. Um, had some like had some dips, but there's also equally great moments. Like when they're storming that island, yeah, and it's, it's fun. Got, like do 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 like that. Weird I would say not like, great movie, but good 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 moments. Yeah, good moments. Um, Darjeeling, I will say, I did not like. Didn't, was not into that either. A little too meandering, and I just they. It, I thought, how oh, cool we missed. Would it, oh, go ahead. I'll finish. How cool would it have been if they just stayed on the train and kind of had this like only train adventure? Oh yeah, that was I cool. That mm-hmm. it, but because as soon as they got out for this weird spiritual meeting, I was like, Ugh. Fantastic Mr. Fox, we missed. Oh great. Ugh, I did not. I was you not didn't. I I was with two other dudes. I think it was Jim Santangeli and Nate Smith. We were just making out the entire. No, we were. It was a daytime movie. Daytime <laughs> movie. No one could tell where who began, who ended. It's just fucking <laughs> limbs, dicks, butts, mouths. We immediately got thrown out, arrested. <laughs> um, but uh, daytime movie viewing, we all fell asleep during the. Movie. Oh, shame, shameful. On, shame on I us. saw it on the airplane, and I I cried. Let's let that linger there. <laughs> Uh, All right, so that's fantastic, Mr. Fox. Yeah, and then uh, we got uh, Moonrise. Uh, Moonrise King was beautiful. What a good. tender movie about young love. All right. Really? I mean, it was good. It was good. I'm, okay. I'm going to literally say, uh, I could have saved you the time and said, I've liked, I've really liked, liked everything, everything except, except for Darjeeling. Darjeeling. And then this one was like, it's very, it's very Wes Anderson. Like, if you're mad at Wes Anderson for some stupid reason that he just like kind of like does his style and only his style, you won't uh, immediately don't go see mm-hmm. it because it is his style. Just like Tarantino has a style. Just like many directors, I like his style. style. I, I I like his style. I, I, love I just it. The, sometimes the stories are leave a little to be desired. But fair enough. This one, the the dollhouse little every the world is a toy is amped up amped up. And to me, I thought the story was, the story was super engaging. It's kind of more adventure and action-y, mm-hmm. and, and co- there's a lot of comedy in it. Like, Ray Fiennes is, like, doing, saying some pretty funny dialogue in Sweet. there. Sweet. Uh, and the characters are there's, they're clearly defined. And, uh, yeah, it's like it's a, a whimsical romp. That sounds dope. Yeah. Dope. Through a fictional sort of, like, Prussian-esque, like, uh, the Nazis are coming kind of thing. Oh, great. I love the Nazis. Yeah. You, you and your family. <laughs> yeah, we're big into that. Um, well, really cool. Uh, if you had to, um, let's do two quick things. Sure, baby. If you had to come up with a drinking game for this episode of uh, Through the Wormhole with Morgan Freeman, what what would you? Oh. What, what moments would you have to drink? Anytime he says creator, creator, or pr- I think protector. Yeah, anytime, any, anytime he doesn't puts an or on there for no reason. Um, anytime, well. I was going to say something about the scientists, like anytime a scientist uh, acts nervous. <laughs> yeah, I'd say anytime a scientist acts nervous or seems like a cliched scientist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. And anytime Austin Power pops up and says, yeah, baby. Because I think that happened <laughs> yeah, at yeah. least like three or four times. Yeah. it's like. It's and then like, Fat Bastard was like, get in my belly. <laughs> yeah. I eat because I'm unhappy. And I'm unhappy because I eat. Oh. He was. I felt he was in the room here for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and what would you drink while drinking to through the wormhole? Ooh, what's scientific? Is that is absinthe scientific? I no, think it I think seems. It's... There's something that seems that way about it. Like uh, it's blue, or, isn't it? No, it's, it's green. green. The worm, or don't I don't I I don't know if maybe necessarily you should be drinking. That's like a total stoner show. If you want to get through there on, on marijuana, you can, but also like just take a maybe like a little hit of acid, yeah, or like a little bit of MDMA, and that shit just will a really teeny have. bit get that cortex yeah, you don't in your brain. Get, you don't want to make a, a it's such a, a situation where you can't understand what's going on. And now if it actually gonna, is really fast. If somebody in the audience is going to take acid while watching this, what image should be on the paper that that on the acid? Uh, the cosmos, yeah, bro. space, <laughs> space, the final frontier. <laughs> Um, an infinite a gal- an infinite universe with an infinite number of galaxies. And then, uh, if you wanted to um, suggest that somebody from the audience watch something or a piece of media or anything that they should just get on into, is there anything you, you're into right now? Oh, if you're not watching True Detective, as we record this, this is going to go up the day after the finale. Um, but we're the day before the finale right now. Oh. Uh, I the the universe is a flat circle, bro. <laughs> it's a flight circle, and it's because of 
Cole, Rust, and and what's Harrelson's name in the character? Uh, Woody. <laughs> He's the same character from Cheers. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Exactly. That's one of the things. He's got Rust, really Cole, rage. and Marty. Marty something. Uh, Marty. Yeah, Marty. I, I just I I. It's really turning into maybe one of my favorite shows. Of it's all great. Time. It's great. Like it's up there. I'm so excited to rewatch it after. Uh, Are you really? Do you do that? You well, I, you know what, Meryl, Meryl, the the wife hasn't seen it yet, and I'm excited <sighs> to watch it with her. To watch the whole thing again. Oh, I'd never do that. Really? To see it all again? That's so much yeah, time. Don't you want to do anything? Like, there's I have FIFA, nothing to do with my life. 14 to play. There's nothing to do in my life. Don't you want to get good at a video game? No. And beat kids online? Uh, baby Turok. Throw me Turok in that N64? Maybe. Just give me nine hours of I wish of you had it. We would play right now. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to... I mean, you know what I'm going to try to do for the uh, my, the outro of the show? I'm going to try to find Turok Dinosaur Hunter music, and oh, I'll yeah. have that play. It'll be there. on YouTube. They yeah. got everything on YouTube. Uh, I mean, and we're talking about infinite possibilities. <laughs> Suddenly, a massive amount of white spit appears in the corners of my mouth. You're talking this place like morphs into a basement <laughs> with like just blankets over every couch and chalkboards with incomprehens- incomprehensible math, um, incomprehensible bath. <laughs> um, Greg Rowan, <laughs> what a funny man! Uh, thank you so much, Thomas, for dropping by. People should check out your new show. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's Silicon Valley. It's on HBO. It's going to be out on April sixth, right after. Speaking of nerdiness, Game of Thrones. Man, the 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 tagline for Game of Thrones this year is amazing. What is it? It's everyone must die. And I was like, <laughs> I, I have to. I saw that on a billboard. I was like, yes, <laughs> that's. It's not almost ridiculous. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, and it makes me want to watch it so badly. Oh, but I want to watch fun. your show. What's the tagline? Is it as good as everyone must die? <laughs> uh, what's it? It's like it's uh, everyone's... <laughs> <laughs> everyone's dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you what you can do if you're really curious. There's actually billboards out now. And the trailer is great. Yeah. Super funny. Pretty happy with the trailer. And you the cast know? is great. Uh, uh, this is actually... Yuka uh, Mail, Nanjiani, TJ Miller. Zach Woods, uh, Martin Starr. Oh. Josh Benner, Amanda Crew. I mean, this this is a... It's a weird situation. Um, like, you know, I'm can the comedy for a moment. This is an actual, like, dream of mine to be on HBO, you know... Mike Judge, comedy. Mike Judge with my friends. Ugh. It's kind of crazy. I really, truly hope that people like the show, so I can just keep, so I can keep doing it. What a weird self-serving. Uh, yeah, no, but that's really why. <laughs> watch it so I can keep having a lot of fun. That's a good my thing. Dream. And I'll also watch it hopefully because you because you like it. Check out the trailer if you haven't. It just go Silicon Valley HBO trailer on YouTube. The longer one, it's like a minute and thirty. We'll come it's up. great. It got me super psyched. It's gonna be funny. Sweet. And, and you're gonna be fucking balling. Just I just that's all I want is to be balling. I just want to buy more X box controllers so i can have like a tournament that'd be great dude i do i am actually gonna host a fifa league wow i host for when i first got to la because i didn't have you know i had to like make more friends i hosted a video game league it's called the league of champs awesome and we all come to my house like once a week and for the first three seasons we played nhl we played the nhl games because we were all nhl 94 Mm -hmm. nope jeremy roenick Mm, nope mike leach (laughs) oh my god (laughs) You're furious. <laughs> no. Uh, the new ones. But now a lot of the hockey guys don't want to play. And uh, I said, well, what about FIFA? And so we got a FIFA one. And how did do you, are these guys that you knew beforehand or you met? These are on, people that you know. You know George Basil. You know Nick Ross. I know. Yeah, I know. I know these Nick. are some I do know Nick. I know some who George is. And, yeah. and fun, fun people. That's a great time. It's good. The first, the first one is not this, not tomorrow, but the next Sunday. Okay, so everybody should know that it's not tomorrow; it's next Sunday. Yeah, there's no way to tune in or watch it or listen or experience any part of it. <laughs> yeah, you just get to know. But just so you know, it's not tomorrow Sunday. <laughs> it's next Sunday. It's fun when your toolishness gets. <laughs> 
<laughs> shown back to you in a mirror. See, that's what I've been trying to do, trying to do with all the religiousnessness, and it, what it just what just happened was just my own toolishness come. No, I wasn't making fun of your toolishness. No, you, I, I deservedly deserve to be. No, it's just indubitably. Fun... Oh boy! Uh, well, thank you so much. Here, uh, it's always a pleasure, and uh, and thanks for watching, uh, going through the wormhole with me. Yes, I, I hope it was fun for your listeners. I hope so as well. And, uh, you know, have fun, everybody. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Keep it real. Keep it creamy. Keep it juicy. Keep it moist. Keep it wet. Keep it lazy. <laughs> what is it? Because <laughs> there's some things I know that you shouldn't keep moist. Just trust me, man. Oh, one love, one God. It just sounds like a lot of mold build, build up. <laughs> yep. But definitely keep it close to your body. Keep it moldy. Keep it smelly. <laughs> keep it on your skin. Keep it growing. Yep. Keep it rashy. And keep it away from a doctor. Yep. Bring it to a hot tub. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Thomas. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening, and thanks to Thomas Middleditch for stopping by. I hope you're enjoying the Turnock, Turnock, the Turok Dinosaur Hunter music uh, below me. Uh, Thanks for listening so much. If you enjoy the podcast, leave a review. Uh, And again, welcome to all the new Nerdist listeners. Uh, Keep on trucking? Uh, Why did I say that? Oh, yeah, because I'm a moron. Uh, well, we'll see you next week with another a new show, new TV show, new guest. Have a great night and an early manana. Adios, amigos.